Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome to Wolf 359. Welcome, friends, to a very special live-action episode of the Log of Douglas Eiffel, Communications Officer to the Stars. Today I'm going to shake things up a bit, be a little less NPR and a little more National Geographic with some mobile reportage. Rather than just hearing me droning on and on and on about all the terrible stuff that happens around here, let's look for some of the terrible stuff as it happens. Here we go. Looks like we've stumbled onto a wild Minkowski, or as it's scientifically known, Stichus updiasus, in its natural habitat. Let's get a closer look. Hey, Commander. Eiffel, what the hell are you doing? Get that microphone out of my face. I'm documenting life on the station for future generations. Eiffel, this is really not the time. Shh, 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 shh. <clears throat> Here we see the Minkowski in a rare moment of symbiotic cooperation with one of its neighboring species, the Creepus Maximus. Any words for posterity, Dr. Hilbert? Not now, Eiffel. This is very delicate. Eloquent as always, such a lovely, delicate species. Would it kill you to stop messing around and give us a hand? Oof, sorry, Commander, but as a documentarian, I have a sacred duty to observe without perturbing the natural order of things, so no can do. But anyway, what is this thing you're both hauling? Some kind of tank? What? What do you mean, what is it? It's one of the nitrogen tanks for the station's fuel rotation. You say that like it's supposed to mean something to me. It should. You were supposed to depressurize this thing this morning. Oh. You do remember me asking you to do that, right? Yes. And you did depressurize this tank, right? Yes. Is that yes, I did it, or yes? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I don't want to get in trouble. Yes. God damn it, Eiffel. Do you have any idea how dangerous an improperly regulated nitrogen tank can be? Ah, come on. How bad can it be? This thing looks super solid. See? Safe as hell. All right. Anybody who's not dead, say... Ow. Oh. Ow. Ow. Eiffel, one of these days I am going to actually kill you. Honestly, Commander, I may well beat you to that. Jesus, 
Didn't that thing just go through that wall? Hira, tell me that tank didn't hit an electric line or something. Is anything going horribly wrong? Um, hard to say, Commander. Ask again later? Hira, sit rep, now. Uh, well, it seems the tank went through one of the station's exterior walls. What? But, but, sensors show that the room you're in isn't losing air or pressure, so, um, yay? I'm, re- I'm really not sure what's happening here. Hand me that flashlight. Hira, what are you talking about? This isn't an exterior wall. There's a room right here. No, there's not. Commander, I'm looking at the station schematics and uh, all my sensory inputs, there's nothing there. And I'm looking through this hole with my eyes and I'm telling you that there's a room right here. Look, if I just step through the hole... No, don't! There, see? Where am I showing up on the station sensors? Outer space, Commander. The station's positioning trackers are indicating that you're outside the station. Um, Hilbert? Any ideas on how that works? Well, I suppose it's possible that Hira's sensory input hardware was calibrated to exclude this particular section of the station. And why the hell would anyone want to do that? Let's find out. Come on. Whoa. How big is this place? It looks like it's at least the size of the observatory, maybe a little bigger. Look, over there. That's the outline of a door frame, but it's been walled up. Does anybody see a light switch? Over here. Must have been disconnected from the power grid. Hero would have noticed if circuits were flowing to a non-existent room. Oh, great. Dr. Hilbert, over here. Look at all these jars and the tools in this drawer. It looks like... Like a medical facility, yes, Commander. This was a laboratory. What's it doing in the... Eiffel, are you alright? No, Commander. There's a dead spider in that jar. A huge spider. Oh. Is that it? Is that it? Look at this thing. Its legs are so hairy. And Jesus, look at that stinger. It's got to be at least as big as my thumb. I hate spiders. Creepy little. It's not just over there, Eiffel. Look, there's more of them in those jars. Whoever owned this lab must have been running genetic experiments on arachnids to make them bigger. What was the objective of that? To spice up my nightmares? Um, did anyone else hear something just now? It's not unheard of to put together large space stations by amalgamating individual parts from smaller crafts. If the Hephaestus was assembled in such a way, this room could just be a vestige from an older mission. I don't know, Doc. That still feels like a stretch. Why go through all the trouble of walling up Charlotte's lab instead of just clearing it out? Looks like this computer terminal is still working. It must be running on emergency power. Let's see. Um, I've got the log of one Dr. Elias Selberg. Entry number 653. 
alpha test series has yielded mixed results. Specimen growth and development promising, but extremely high levels of toxicity unintended side effect. Contact with live specimens extremely dangerous, as shown with recent exposure trial. Uh, guys? Captain Loveless has ordered termination of all samples. Shame to lose months of work, but hazard undeniable. We'll have to proceed with extreme caution if hope to- Out of juice. That's it for story time. Okay, this place is officially giving me the creeps. Why would anyone go through the trouble of walling this place up just to keep us out? Theory, Officer Eiffel, but I don't think you're gonna like it. What? Um, well, the walling in, um, it might not have been a way of keeping you out. It may have been a way of keeping something in. That time I heard it, Eiffel. Everyone with me. Back away from the walls, tables, cabinets, anything that could be used as cover. We're going to back out of this room. Quickly. Quickly. Hira, can you pinpoint the location of the other creature in this room? Doctor, I can't see anything going on in that room. I can can barely even hear you right now. How is this thing even alive? We've been here for over a year and a half. How is it still alive? What has it been eating? Less questions, more getting out of... Hilbert, look out! Doctor, are you- Fine, Commander, but I don't know where the spider went. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Is- Is it gone? I'm... not sure. Let's just get out of this room before it comes back and- I felt your shoulder! Oh! Oh God! No! Come on! No! Light! Light! Give me some light here! Eiffel, are you okay? No. Did it sting you? No. Not yet. Yet? What do you mean? Did you see where it went? <laughs> Eiffel, Eiffel, stay with me. Where did the spider go? It, Commander, it ran down my shirt. It's standing on my stomach. Oh God, oh God, oh God, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? Are you sure? Oh. I'm sure. I can feel it walking on my skin. It's hairy and slimy. It's hairy and slimy. Oh, God. Why is hairy and slimy? <gasps> I felt listen to me. Whatever you do, you must remain calm, okay? Don't let go of that fall. Don't float away. Don't make any sudden movements. It won't sting you unless it's frightened, but you have to remain completely still, okay? Eiffel, did you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard you. No moving. Who needs movement? Not me. No, I'm too scared to move. Don't talk, not unless you have to. Keep your stomach relaxed. I'm going to go now. What? Just for a moment, just to my laboratory. I'm going to retrieve an anti-venom, and I'll be right back. Then we'll find a way to get the spider off you, okay? Okay. Okay. I will only be gone a moment. 
Eiffel? Don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. This thing is probably more scared of you than you are of him. While I normally could get on board with that train, I assure you that in this case, I'm definitely the most terrified party. I hate spiders. It's just a bug. It's just a big bug. It's a huge bug. And weren't you paying attention to what you were reading? High levels of toxicity? Extreme danger? It's an extreme danger bug. Shh. Easy. Don't talk. Keep your breathing slow. Commander, I can't do this. Quiet. Yes, you can. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't deal with this thing walking on me. Maybe... Maybe if I could just squash it. No, stop. Just one quick blow. Just wham, and then it's gone. I can do this. What if you're not quick enough? What if it stings you before it dies? Eiffel, put your arm down. delicate, so I need you to prepare yourself. First, I'm going to give you a dose of antivenom in case the specimen stings you. I have to administer the serum intravenously. You're going to feel the prick, but you can't flinch. You can't move at all. All right? Don't contract the muscles in your stomach particularly. Just stay relaxed, okay? And then I'll be okay, right? Even if it stings me, it'll be okay. I... I can't guarantee that, Eiffel. This is very good antivenom, but without knowing the exact makeup of the spider's poison, cannot be certain that it'll neutralize it completely. Still, better than nothing. Oh, dear God. Okay, let's get this over with. Commander, help me to roll up his sleeve. Slowly. Slowly. Careful. Okay. Eiffel, I'm going to insert the needle now. Don't react. Don't flinch. Don't tighten your abdomen. Don't... Would you just do it before he has a heart attack? Right. Okay. Three, two, one. Good, good. You're doing great. And there. All done. Excellent job, Eiffel. Hilbert, what are we going to do? How are we going to get that thing off of him? I'm thinking, Commander. I'm thinking... What if we just shoot the damn thing? We could find where it is in Eiffel's clothing, put the gun right up to it, aim away from his body, and just shoot the spider clean off. Too risky. The sound alone. What if you miss? Even if you don't, the spider's reflexes might be fast Commander. enough to... What? I... I'm going to... Sneeze. What? Don't! Well, it's not like I have a say in the matter, do I? I'm... I'm... Breathe through your mouth slowly. I will let go of your nose in a moment. Okay, we need to do something, and fast. Agreed, Commander, but what? 
I just want the record to show that I think this is a terrible idea. Yeah, well, it's the best one we've got, and you're not going to last much longer. How is this going to work again? We need to kill the spider without striking it, or we risk your life. Solution is simple. Living organisms still need oxygen, so we just remove all the air from the environment. No O2, no spider. Soon as we're ready, Hero will pull the oxygen from the room, taking care of the bug problem. You'll wear this oxygen mask, pump air directly into your mouth. You breathe normally, but we can't give you a full suit for this to work, so you have to be ready. Without the air, it's going to get very cold here, but you can't move. Not until the spider is dead. We'll be right here next to you, okay? Are you ready? If I die, Hira gets all my toys. I'll take that as a yes. Ready, Hira? Air pumps are ready, Commander, and oxygen is flowing through both your suits and eye mask. All right, helmets on, Doctor. Start air removal in three, two, one. Now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just hang on for a little bit longer. Is the spider reacting at all? Still walking around. Damn things on my chest now. Oxygen levels at 75%. Okay. It's starting to get a little nippy here. Nothing I can't handle. Nothing I can't... What? This thing is pressing up against me. It's putting its body up against my chest. Ivo, the spider is instinctively reacting to the drop in temperature. It's trying to leech off your body heat. It's a good sign. Let it happen. Just a little further now. This thing is so gross. 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 Oxygen levels at 50%. Steady, Eiffel. Don't twitch so much. It's easy for you to say. Oxygen levels at 25% and falling rapidly. Just one more minute. I... I... I can't do this! Get the Sarah! Help! Get it off! Get it off! Get it off! Get it off! Eiffel, are you okay? Did it... No! No, it didn't sting me. I... Look! It's floating right there! Totally still. Is it dead? Hmm... Perhaps lowering the O2 level to this point was enough to suffocate it. Or, or maybe the lower temperature affected it to the point of... I also brought a gun. Just in case. Oh. Right. Good thinking. Okay, so now that that's taken care of, if the two of you will excuse me, I'm gonna faint. friends. Just wanted to check in and let you know that I'm... I'm okay. Well, not okay, okay. I don't think I'll ever really be completely okay after what I just went through, but, you know, hanging in there. Minkowski and Helper just radioed saying they finished up tearing that creepy-ass lab, and there's no more living specimens down there, thank God. Looks like it was just the one. Small comfort, though, but at least it's nice to know I won't run into another one of those things. Well, except for 
the new recurring nightmare that I'm going to have from now until the heat death of the universe. There's also a bunch of weird stuff down there. Archives, notebooks, some computer files there, pulling off that terminal, trying to see if we can't figure out where the hell that room came from. Minkowski says she wants us to go through all that stuff ASAP, but she says I can have some time off on account of the nightmare death spider. I'm kind of appalled that I can't think of a way to unfairly exploit this yet, but my mind is still kind of back at the nightmare death spider. I'm gonna go now, friends. I'm gonna go not sleep. No sleep. Never again sleep. From the USS Sophistus Station, this is the newly traumatized Doug Eiffel. Signing off. Good night. This has been Wolf 359, written and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Shersharko. And the role of Hero was played by Michaela Swee. Original music by Alan Rohde, an audio recording by James Schoen. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, please consider writing a review on our iTunes page. Your reviews will really help us to raise awareness about the show and about the dangers of genetically modified venomous spiders in deep space. So please, take a moment to do your part for these two very important causes. Visit us at wolf359.fm or follow us on Twitter at wolf359radio for more information on our show. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to season two of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. 
Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Oh, my God.